episode 87 of Board Games with Variant Hex is all about the 12 days of Christmas. I'm Kelly, and in this episode, Adam and I talk about the superior card game themed around the 12 days of Christmas song. We also noticed a bit of a discrepancy between the rules that we played with, which can be found on Board Game Geek, and the rules that come in the box. The difference is on how around ends. We like the version we played with more, but wanted to note that it's probably outdated. Without further ado, I'll turn it over to myself and Adam talking about 12 Days of Christmas. Twelve Days of Christmas, not to be confused with, in our opinion, the lesser 12 Days game. This Uh. one is a Christmas miracle of a card game, and it's the miracle is that they took the exact same deck from the game 12 Days, as far as we know, and made a better game. It's published in 2015. It did come after 12 Days uh, by Eagle Griffin Games. I'm honestly not sure, like, exactly how this was released. It was such a small box game. I don't know if it was, like, a little add-on. I don't... I have not seen it anywhere. I I ended up ordering it off of a random person online. The designer is uh, listed as Gord, exclamation point, and that's Gordon Hamilton, I found out after a touch more BGG searching. He also... Did Santorini? Oh, it's the, that makes sense. It's the also Santorini guy. Yes, very good at making games. So yeah, I got this for four dollars on the Geek Market, which means I went to the Board Game Geek page for this game. We played it on Tabletop Simulator. When you scroll down, you can see like where to buy this game. And historically, I've mostly ignored this section. I just go buy games wherever I see fit. But I could not find this game anywhere after we played it. I was trying to see, like, how much how much would a copy be, maybe. And Board Game Geek itself has this geek market. They recently redid it. I think people felt different ways about it. I never used it before. So this is my first experience with it. It went great. It was This was only $4. I contacted the person through the Board Game Geek messaging like system, like they have these inboxes in there. Sent them a message about it. They sent a message back that said, you know, shipping is this much. The game is this much. You can Venmo or PayPal. Sent them the money. Got the game quick, like as faster possibly than companies that I've ordered from. And I guess less overhead when you order from an individual person. So it went great. But otherwise, I don't think it's necessarily in print. And I don't think it's necessarily easy to find. I couldn't find it anywhere else, which is why I used that versus like some store website. It's three to eight players, and just like 12 Days, when we played this better game called 12 Days of Christmas, we only played it at two players. The eight players sounds wild for the description, which we will give for the actual game rules. This is ranked 10,345. It has a 6.0 rating. It's definitely better than the other 12 days games as far as either one of us are concerned. We got to go back to Mr. Gordon. What's his face for a second? Yeah. Cause I can't stop thinking about this now. Yeah. Uh, what a missed opportunity. There's not a Christmas skin on Santorini. First off, Santa's in the name. And second uh-huh. off, you could just make the buildings chimneys and Santa figures. Oh, and then Santa goes down the done. chimney. What a waste. See, and I thought you were going to, Oh, cause you have to stand on it. That's right. If it was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can still have the player powers, but they're all the reindeer. So, like, which reindeer you pair up with does something special for you? You're going to want to send Gordon Hamilton a message on Board Game Geek. Just yeah, I'm texting him right now. Feel out, see how he feels about that. There was a Santorini, New York. I don't think there was any mention of Santa's, but they're already 
you know, they're already open to spreading this Santorini to other areas and kind of settings. So I say, why not? Now, in this game, you're shedding cards to try to empty your hand with a winning trick kind of thing so that you can earn presents. And then to win the game, you have the most presents at the end of the game. Starting off, between yeah. the two games, before we get into the rules, yeah. and we play this on Tabletop Simulator both games, right? Yes. So these just look better also. The art on the cards is better. Yes. Somehow, even on a digital format, I felt like the quality was better of the cards. And I know that's a ridiculous thing to say, <laughs> but it would have been thicker and it would have been like a better shine to them or something. Like you could just tell more craftsmanship on these. There are two versions, it seems. There's a maybe a newer version that feels more stained glass for 12 days. And I think that's the one that you see on the I think that's the one you see on tabletop. And then there's maybe a print and play version, which is what we played with that is we'll say less inspired. We're going to say less inspired. Garbage. I just, you know, it's hard to, because they did do art and then it was scanned very poorly. So it looked even worse when you see that in person, it, it, I mean, the ones here are better, but it is very like, if you said these cards came from the fifties, it would be believable. That is the kind Mm -hmm. of Christmas art that you're experiencing. And honestly, I would say on 12 days of Christmas, you could say the same thing. If the art came from the fifties, it'd be believable, but in more of a Norman Rockwell ish sort of vibe. Right. When people gathered near the hearth to play games while stringing up popcorn for the tree. It doesn't look unlike the, the uh, Santa Claus, Coca-Cola Santa Claus that you see. Oh yes. It doesn't look unlike Coca-Cola Santa Claus. And we actually said this game being a little hard to find of our opinion, we think it's better. Um, you could get three decks of cards and recreate this same deck of cards. Correct. So that's an option. And we did some price shopping for three decks of cards. What did we come up with between 14 and $22 on average? Well, if you wanted to get actually holiday themed kind of deck and you could get like the Coca-Cola Santa deck, but you can find three decks of cards, you know, like casinos basically throw them away. Um, so you can find, you can find ways to get very cheap decks of cards if that is of a concern, but you can get a nice, you can get three decks of holiday cards. You'd want them all to be the same so that they all look like one deck when you actually go to play with them. Probably pretty affordably, probably very affordably in January. You know what I mean? For sure. Clearance, mm-hmm. making your own. Yeah. So the deck has 12 12s, 11 11s, all the way down, just like the song. Uh, you can lead with a single card a set of cards, like two or more cards that are the exact same number or a straight, um, so cards in order, number order, that's also two or more cards. When you then follow, so that's one person picks one of those options. They can put out whatever they see fit. When you follow, you have to use the same type of grouping. So if someone played a single card, you have to play a single card. If someone played um, matching sets, matching numbers, you have to do that. You can do it in a different quantity than what they played. A lot of ladder climbing games, if someone plays two twos, you would have to play uh, three twos, or sometimes it's like three twos or two threes. 
For mm-hmm. this, you can play whatever quantity. It doesn't matter. They could have played a, a whole bunch of one. You don't have to match the number, the quantity of cards they put out. The thing you have to do is play a card in whatever you play. There has to be a card that is equal to or lower than their lowest number. So if Adam played 8, 9, 10, I could play 8, 9, and that would be valid because my lowest card matched his lowest card. Or I could do like 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 and play all of those because my lowest is underneath his lowest. So play continues around the table like that. Play comes to you and you cannot or choose not to play any cards. You pass. And then if you were the last to play, if everyone else passes, you were the last one to play, then you have won that hand, that trick, basically. You lead the next hand. So if you were the lowest to play and it comes back to you, you lead the next hand with however you choose to do that. Play keeps continuing until someone fully runs out of cards. If you played, you fully ran out of cards, everyone else passed, that means you won that hand, you get to take a present. If you played your last card, but someone after you played a card that was equal to or lower than yours, you have to take your card back into your hand. So you can only like win and go out if you also play the lowest card. So... After you've taken that present because you did actually win, you went out, you had the lowest card. Whoever has the most cards still in their hand, if they have a present in front of them that they won on a previous round, you get to take one of their presents. They could have six, but you get to take one of them when you win. If they win the next one, they get to take one of yours back. So it's possible after you get started that you win not only one gift for winning the round, but then you get to take a gift from someone else if they have a gift and they had the most cards left over. Yes. Or, spoiler alert, they keep winning and just take all your presents that maybe you worked hard at the beginning to try yep. to get, but I don't know, maybe. Yep. Maybe that's what happens sometimes. That's definitely what happens. And again, in a two-player game, it's happening in a very specific way because it's not like someone who might have the most cards left in their hand. It's like, no, it's the person who lost. That's the person who has the least amount of cards. Now, it might be a good idea if you were creating a two-player variant, which we didn't actually do, to only win the cards from the middle. Maybe the taking part isn't great, but we did realize that one person in a two-player game could have nine presents, and as long as the other person won the next three hands, then it would be a tie, because they would win three presents, they'd take three presents, it would be six to six. So even when it's super unbalanced, pretty close to the end, that's a very leveling, rubber-banding factor that comes into play that doesn't, that probably doesn't let, if you start to win when you're kind of the underdog, there is a catch up mechanism there that you're getting to take extra presents. Right. And I think once we realized that, it really spoke to some of the quality elements, mm-hmm. whether incidental or not, of the game. Yeah. And the idea that you have to, even picking your card back up, sometimes you're picking it back up, but then that's fine because you could still play it. Uh, play whatever cards you had back out like that was also an interesting part of it that you kind of have to you do have to show it to try to win and you just don't know if the other person is going to be able to go under it or not sometimes it feels a little inevitable but it's also a bit more exciting like if you have a one because there's only one one then you're good but if you have a two or a three you're going out on sometimes then as you're leading other cards you might be leading 
lower cards at other time to keep like a, Maybe you know they don't have any pairs left, so you're keeping this pair in there in your hand because you know they'll have to pass on a pair even though they have like six cards left. Definitely more interesting and engaging the way that those, uh, the way the play passes around the table as far as I'm concerned than the other 12 days game. Agreed. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed when either one of us had to pick up our last card because then the other player gets a chance to yeah. just think through it. Can I now with perfect information? And it's actually a really good rubber banding element too, right? Clearly if they're down to one card, they're functionally ahead. Mm -hmm. But then the other player gets the advantage of now that I know that, let's see if I can out-strategize them. Right. And you could have played multiple cards and not just one. And if that was true, you pick up the multiple cards that you played is my understanding. So maybe if Adam had played a four, five, six I play a three, four, five, and then he has like, he just kept a two, three back. And then I pick up those three cards. Now he knows I doesn't have any pairs. He knows what my lowest card is. So can he still go under the lowest card? Does he have enough pairs left? Like depending on the number of cards that everyone has, you might be able to kind of softly manipulate the situation so you end up leaving them with just the one card they can't get rid of and you get rid of all of yours in a in a burst at the end yeah i don't remember us having a lot of multiple card pick backups it seemed like it was always one card no not too often i think that was usually because if someone had multiple cards and went out i I think there was usually a degree of confidence there when that happened right yeah because maybe someone else had already played passed. around it because I think you and I both made a comment like, well, why would I want five cards back up in here? Like I might as well hold a card back yeah. so that I'm not getting rid of all my cards. And but then... the other, the hard part about that though, is when you are only getting one card back, like it's harder to do anything with it. If this you're is why it's a great game. Yeah. We're not saying any of this about the other 12 days, are we? <laughs> no. so yeah. Look at all these great strategy points. No, we're not. So is it good? Yes. For a straight up Christmas yeah. theme. As well, like this is great. The the decreasing deck works really well along with like the mechanisms of the game. The art, again, feels exactly like dated in the way that the Coca-Cola Santa feels. So it's like, it feels a bit nostalgic. It still feels quality. It feels, yeah, kind of old Americana vibes to it. Uh, Agreed. Yeah, points all around to this game. I think you should definitely... Other than I guess it's hard to find. Maybe that's the strike against it is that it's not going to be easy for you to take it to Christmas at all. Right. And that's where I say get the decks of cards. Now, in addition to Coca-Cola holiday options of cards, in addition to really cheap casino cards, Target, which we just talked about on another episode, getting board games at Target, has some fancy like Harry Potter decks of cards. If you really want to splurge and get the same decks of cards, I think this is probably something you could do for other kind of card play board. Like it's possible there's other card play games where you can have a specialized deck that you can just make that deck with a couple decks of cards. It could be a thing where you have bring three or four decks of playing cards that are all exactly the same to the holiday gathering. Well, that's nice and kind of you to bring all the decks of cards for people to play their classic games. And then you could also say, hey, let me grab all those cards and show you this Christmas game, you know? So you could kind of be a little more flexible with what you're bringing to the holiday gathering if you go with something like that. What makes this game unique? 
even though we talked about how 12 days has what we're pretty sure is the same deck, it's still a unique deck and a unique idea. The way that the ladder climbing is not exactly climbing the whole time, and they're trying to go underneath, and as you're going underneath, because of the 12 days of Christmas, there's less of those cards as you go down. So the the one is the most powerful. It's being only one of it. We continually also quoted while playing like, wait, is this actually good? I think our expectations were pretty low for a Christmas yes. game based off the song. And I think yes. most other people's will be as well. So when you actually play it and it is delivering the fun and strategy, that was the most surprising for me. There's no reason that we can't get... We talked about uh, Ghosts of Christmas on another review episode and how the theme was really nice with what you were doing, but then also that those weren't always tied together. There seemed to be a reference to another game that didn't have the Christmas theme at all. It doesn't... It seems that like there's no reason you can't have whatever game you were going to have and just put that Christmas skin on it. So there's no reason that holiday-themed game should be inherently worse, but it just seems that what gets proliferated is something cheap and easy. There's no reason for this to just be a deck of cards. This couldn't be in the stocking stuffer section of the store, along with, you know, like, Reindeer Scramble, or whatever they've made. <laughs> you know, that's just there next right. to the candy and the other things. There's no reason you couldn't take a lot of really small games and call them Christmas games and just slap a Christmas skin on them and sell them at that time of year when really every, the other 11 months there's a there's another game that's exactly the same thing that just doesn't have snowmen in it and just doesn't have Christmas trees or whatever holiday thing you want to paste on. I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often, honestly. Yeah, it would seem like a really easy way for a game publisher to Make a few extra dollars. So that idea is free for him. Is it easy to learn? I say playing the lowest card is not complicated, but that is not super common that the lowest card is the thing that's winning. That could be tough to remember, but otherwise, and knowing the ladder climbing part of what cards can you and can you not play, maybe a little bit there, but still a super short rule book. Yeah, and it's easy reference. Were there reference cards? Am I making that up? I don't know if there were for this one. That might have been for the other one. Well, then I will retract my positive <laughs> reference card talk. And how do you feel while playing? I thought it was, I felt deliberative, indecisive, engaged, because there were times at which I, as we're talking about like, well, I have five cards in a row. I have a straight of five cards but do I really want to play the full straight? Because I only need to play maybe two or three of them in order to have played the lowest card. Then do I want to keep back the rest of my straight for something else? Or maybe on the high end of my straight, I could have a pair or three of a kind. So then like deciding when you get your cards, deciding how you want to divvy them up. Because the other game, you're kind of, you're going through a lot of that deck, you're passing, you're drawing and all that stuff. This, you get dealt this hand of cards all at once that you are going to play them all out. You're not passing any of them around. You're not trying to keep them at the end. That's the exact opposite goal. So you might get a hand that has like a whole lot of 12s in it, or you might get a hand that's very evenly dispersed or super low hand. So if you get a super low hand, it's hard to say that that isn't just going to inherently be a little bit lucky and probably win, but there's still enough to think about and different choices to make to actually manage that into happening. So I thought there was more there than I expected as well. Agreed. Yeah, I felt 
overtaken by the spirit of Christmas is what oh. I would say when I play this game. Wow. I felt surprised. You know, Christmas can be a lot of things for a lot of people. Sometimes yeah. it can also be a little bah humbug, right? Like, like oh, mm -hmm. it's Christmas and there's a lot it's of things cold. that go with it. Uh -huh. But then sometimes you're surprised when good things happen during Christmas. <laughs> and this is what that was for me. It's like, oh my gosh, this Christmas thing is really delivering on the fun. Wow. So you were like alive with the Christmas spirit. The holiday season can finally begin. Yep. Absolutely. Gosh. So I have to imagine that that means you would recommend this game. To everyone, especially the most Ebenezery in your family. Oh. Like, really see if you can turn them with the game. Now, I didn't feel alive with the Christmas spirit, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't still invite the most Ebenezery person that you know to play it. I think it's an ideal stocking stuffer, as we were just saying. Why isn't this in more stockings? It's so small and so perfect for that. It is hard to find, though. Try to make, you can make your own copy, but actually finding the one from Eagle Griffin Games... It could be actually hard to get, but I would agree that kind of recommend it to anyone. It's not an imposing kind of gift. It's easy to learn. You have a set time of year. You can already play it. And I, you could have a little Christmas in July. I'm not saying I'd play this year round, but you know, you could have a little Christmas in July. Like, why don't we break out that 12 Days of Christmas game? You know, poolside. Just, it'll be quirky. It'll be fun. Pretty good. Yeah. Wearing a Santa hat on the side of the pool playing this game. Man. I like it. You've painted a picture. Yep. Thank you so much for listening to episode 87. Be sure to subscribe to know when new episodes drop. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch at Variant Hex. We have a website and a blog at VariantHex.com, and you can email us at podcast at VariantHex.com. I mentioned in this episode that more games could slap on holiday themes, and I wanted to mention that Patchwork is doing that a lot. If we get ambitious or the weather gets so bad we end up staying home a lot, there may be two more holiday game reviews. But as of now, there's just one more on the next episode. That will be our review of Riverside. If you're listening to these in reverse, you have 86 more episodes headed your way, the next one being our review of the inferior game of a similar name, 12 Days. And that's all for now. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today. <laughs> <laughs>